everybody. We are the Hallmarkies podcast and we're so excited today. We are here to talk to one of our favorite younger Hallmark Hall stars and we're here to talk to Lila Fitzgerald. This is so exciting and I'm Rachel. Amber's here. Hi everybody. You guys, um, I am so excited about this. Uh, Rachel can attest that I am every time Lila is on the screen, I'm like, yes, she's the best. So I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, we're both really, really excited. And Lila, thank you so much for giving up of your time for this. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's just, it's so exciting to me to be on this when I found <laughs> out that you like wanted me to come on. I was like, yes, of course. <laughs> Well, wow. Well, thanks. So you are, uh, you are in uh, New York City, right? Yes. Right now I'm in New York for the Joffrey Ballet School Summer Intensive. That's amazing. That sounds very intense. <laughs> yes, it, it's called an intensive for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's very hard, but I'm learning so much. So yeah. I'm so wow. That is really, really cool. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to our viewers and our, our listeners? If, if, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to get into acting? And then we'll talk a little bit about dance as well. But what inspired you to, to get into acting? Well, for me, I wanted to be originally a high five girl. It was this show that I've wanted to act ever since... I realized that it was like real people that I was seeing. I was like, oh, I can do that. I was three when I said, <laughs> this is what I want to do. Can I please be an actor? And she was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But we lived on a ski hill in the Okanagan. So you can't really find anywhere to do auditions or anything near there. And we didn't know anything about the business. So I kept asking, I kept asking. And then by the time I was four, my mom was like, oh, she's actually kind of serious about this. So she looked into like acting classes and stuff around us and what I could do for like theater around us so that I could get an experience of it to see if I really liked it. And she found one, but you had to be six to get in. You, there was, you couldn't be any younger than six. Um, it was just the community, like music hall had musical theater classes mm -hmm. and so I waited two years and I was still very much interested in doing acting and my mom didn't realize that we had made a bargain but to me this was a bargain that if I did a year of musical theater then I could be a real actor <laughs> um so I did my year I waited and she like I said, she didn't realize that it was actually like, a, okay, if I do this, then I get to be a real actor. But on the <laughs> night that was the end of our year-end performance, I said, okay, mom, can I be a real actor now? And she said, oh, well, I think you have to get an agent. I said, okay, can you help me get an agent? And it all kind of started from there. So I've been doing this since I was seven. And I've, if anything, I've only started loving it more. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So you were a really determined little kid. Your mom had no idea what she'd agreed to. Yeah. No, she, I mean, she's been so supportive of it. I could not have done it without her. Um, but she had no idea what she was getting herself into <laughs> at all when we were, um, so 
like I said, we were in Vernon, which is in the Okanagan, which is mm -hmm. a six hour drive from Vancouver. So we went to Vancouver and we saw about agents and luckily I got an agent and we were like, oh, that's cool. This is awesome. I can actually do this now. But every time I had an audition, we had to drive all the way across the Coquihalla Mountain Pass to get to Vancouver, which was a bit better in the summer. But once winter came, sometimes you could barely see the road in front of you because it's oh, great. Like it's pouring, like snow is just coming down. And there's like huge trucks going because that's, you know, at that time of year, not many people are taking road trips to Vancouver. So it's mainly big trucks that are delivering shipments and stuff. So it was intense. And then eventually after a year, my mom, we all like sat down as a family and we were like, either we moved to Vancouver or Lila can't do this anymore. And luckily my sister was getting a bit older. So she had kind of outgrown the small town and mm -hmm. it, my dad got a job here. And so it was just, better for everyone and my mom works online so she can go anywhere <laughs> so luckily i have a very supportive family yes and you didn't have to become us on the ice road truckers as yeah. one of those guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that would have gotten you on tv but it, probably not the show you were looking for yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool wow i mean yeah. I, i'm just thinking to what i I was doing when I was seven. <laughs> I, was, I had I didn't I didn't have your motivation, your your determination. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I've been I've always been very determined to like yeah. if I set my mind like I'm gonna do something, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Very cool. And very when cool. did you begin dancing? Um, I started dancing when I was ten, but real ballet was more when I was around 11 mm -hmm. so that's very late actually for most people start when they're like three to six they mm -hmm. usually like older for starting um so that has been a struggle in the past to catch up with everyone who had mm -hmm. been already dancing for most of their lives but I feel now I finally managed to like catch up and mm -hmm. be on the same level as some of the people at my age. <laughs> well, why did you start a, a dance? I just always thought it was beautiful and I never really thought too much about it. I was like, oh, I think I'd like to do ballet. It seems fun. It seems pretty. I didn't really realize how much of an athletic sport it was and how much it takes out of you to like perform and stuff. It's hard and point really hurts um mm. you know I didn't realize any of that I just kind of thought it was pretty and then I started dancing and it kind of reminded me of I used to always wish on stars like oh I wish I could fly and then I started dancing and I was like oh I feel like I'm finally able to fly so that's why I think I fell in love with it and then since then it's just it's such a beautiful way to perform to be able to tell a story and show emotion without saying a single word. Mm. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah, I love, we have a great um, uh, ballet company here in Utah, uh, Ballet oh, yeah. West. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really good one. And I, I, I really enjoy it, getting to 
I don't know, just the the music. I'm, I'm probably more of a music person than I'm a dance person, but uh, but just the combination of the two is is really pretty. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I love it. How cool! Wow. Uh, so, what do you think you get out of dancing and acting? Like that, you like to have both. Is that overwhelming to try to do both, or do you sometimes, like that? Sometimes it's very overwhelming. I mean, I can't imagine a day where I would ever stop doing either of them. I know mm-hmm. lots of people have told me, the dance world, lots of people say, okay, if you want to do this, you can't be an actor. And lots of people in the acting world, not so much. Some people have said, oh, it'll be pretty par- hard for you to dance if you're also an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been as like much of a discouragement from dancing in the acting world as it is from in the dance world. Schools want you to be able to commit year-round. I'm going to be there every single day. And yes, if I can, I will. But if I'm working on a movie, I'm not going to be able to come to every class. But that doesn't mean I'll stop, like, working hard. And if there's rehearsals involved, I'll still, like, if someone sends me a video, sometimes people will, like, video the choreography they've done so they can look it over. And then I'll learn the choreography from that and stuff. And so it does get overwhelming, especially some schools... I've had schools be kind of like, oh, well, we're not really going to accept you and let you in if you're not, if you're going to do acting. But Mm -hmm. I've managed to work my way around that and say, no, you know what? I'm serious about dancing and I'm serious about acting. Yeah. You're like, I'm the double threat. Get over it. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, I'm supposed to explore who I am. Stop trying to put me in a corner. (laughs) I'm too talented to do one thing. Nobody puts Lila in a corner. That's right oh my gosh so uh do you go to regular school or are you a homeschool um i'm homeschooled but now i've actually graduated just this past year oh congratulations yes nice that's great uh yeah my um my sister graduated early she she finished um she did homeschool for high school we went to regular school for middle school and she graduated at 16 and uh and so we actually even though we're two years apart we actually went to college uh to, together uh, which was which was fun uh yeah and everybody was like oh you must be a genius she's like i don't i don't know about that but uh but yeah so what are your plans next are you um just i think at this point it's continuing my dance training for like uh-huh. and always acting you know hopefully lots more dare on daryl movies yeah. yes um, but other than that i'm my main goal in life is to be an actor and a dancer mm-hmm. um, and then we'll just see what the future brings for other yeah. things very cool very neat um okay so your first role for hallmark was um from what was when calls the heart is that correct yes so what was that like oh when calls the heart was I think it'll always be one of the favorite things I've been on because uh-huh. if you just go from like how amazing it is to be in those costumes to working with all those incredible actors, you know, that's, it was just kind of the whole package of what you'd love to do about acting. It's, it was, you know, I got to wear the, I got to sing in it. So that was also amazing. Mm-hmm. I got to wear like the old fashioned clothes, which I've always loved, but this, the writing on it was incredible. The storylines were beautiful and all the other actors, I learned so much from everyone. 
it was, yeah, it was, I don't, I will never forget what an amazing time I had on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, and also there's so many kids on that set that it probably yeah. was, was just kind of fun. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah, I love that show. I love the kids on that show. They're the best part. Don't, don't tell the adults. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Hidden secret. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, the, um, and then you did two Hallmark movies, uh, In My Dreams and Harvest Moon. Yes. What were those like to, to do? In My Dreams was really fun. I mean, once again, working with all the actors was mm-hmm. incredible. It was, um, everyone, I feel like on that really accepted, like, no one really treated me like, oh, she's a little kid actor. They all made sure that it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't, oh, she's the kid actor, we're the adults. They, because lots of times on sets, kids will get treated like less than like, oh, you're a kid, you're obviously not a great actor. Yeah. Um, Luckily, I haven't had to experience that much. Um, but, so on In My Dreams, I didn't feel really like a child actor. I felt like an actor. And then also when I went on to Harvest Moon, I think, once again, that's one of my favorite things I've ever been on. I got to be the pumpkin queen on that. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, working with all the actors again, it felt like a family on that set. You know, like it felt like we all, we got to all know each other well enough that we were really comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And so we were, it actually felt like working with friends, not people that, you know, you've been hired to work together. It was like, oh, I really enjoyed working with everyone on that set. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and Jesse Hutch, I just imagine he would yeah. just be so fun on set. Oh, yeah, he's a, he was amazing. It was so fun. Like I said, it felt like a family. Yeah, we got to interview Jesse, and he was the best. It yeah. was so nice. Yeah, so awesome. You had two Jessies on that set. Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny to have, like, Jesse, which Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and for a while, actually, um, Jesse and I were um, neighbors. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So that was pretty cool. Which were so just best friends. Oh yeah, which Jesse? Yeah, which Jesse? <laughs> the uh, guy Jesse. The guy Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, that I really like that. Um, I think it's a really good Hallmark movie because I think uh, they take a character, the Jesse Shrimp character, that could be really unlikable because she's yeah. sort of a diva, um, but they managed to make her really likable and you're rooting for her and um i think they do a good job with that yeah i mean it's it's because you know she was supposed to be the kind of diva but still even from the start i think everyone really liked her and was rooting for her yeah it's it's a tricky thing to uh to to do and and peter delouise i think is the director yeah that was that that was incredible to get to work with him it was Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was wonderful. Cool. Great. Then we had the Darwin Dara. So let's talk about that. Lou. <laughs> um, so she starts out as kind of a sort of a, a nerdy character. She's sort of uncomfortable in 
amongst her peers at school was that something that you could tap into and relate to at all or or you seem su- like you'd be super popular but <laughs> um, I, mean, I'm, I like to think I'm likable I haven't really I of course everyone has dealt with bullying but uh-huh. I haven't really dealt with feeling like oh I'm I mean, I've never really been the new kid at school, except for like ballet schools. Uh-huh. But I can definitely relate to some people, you know, if you come in, some people feeling like threatened or something, if you come in and you're not, you know, it's like, oh, this is a new person. I don't really know them. Are they a threat type thing? And I think that's kind of what Lou went through with people were thinking of her like, oh, she's younger than us. She can't be smarter than us, was what, what, she, was what she was dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, getting to be in that role to show, like, I love getting to bring awareness about bullying be, in my acting because it is a really big problem. It, it's something that literally everyone has experienced at least once or they will experience it at least once and yeah. probably more than once. Yeah. And I mean, Darrow and Darrow um, definitely is in the like top of the things I've been in. It's what I think it might even be. It's hard to choose a favorite, mm-hmm. for this, but I mean, getting to work on them on movies more than like, once and then you're done is really fun because it's not so sad as saying oh I got really close to you I worked with you and now I have to say goodbye forever but we get to keep coming back for this so I think that's my one of my favorite things about it just I think it's actually Rachel and I agree that it's our favorite of the mystery shows but I think it's because the cast has such good chemistry and all the characters are so well written um it's just amazing and i mean you know kimberly williams paisley is amazing you're amazing um wendy malick is amazing it's ridiculous it's, like it's not even fair to the other. <laughs> <laughs> i found out that i was gonna get to work with wendy malick and kimberly williams paisley i was like are you are you serious yeah. <laughs> you know whenever you find out that you're working with a big name it's kind of a surreal moment, like, oh, wow, I'm actually doing this. So, and, I mean, it was a little bit nerve-wracking, you know, going onto that set because they're, they are really big names, you know? You never know if they're, like, you know, it's like, oh, I hope they like me type thing. Mm-hmm. But it's been so amazing to get to work with them. They are, like, they're just such amazing actors, but also just really beautiful people, you know? Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. I mean, inside and out, um, you know, they've, they've never made me feel like less than them, even though they are obviously much more established and well-recognized. They, mm-hmm. you know, they, um, it, it feels like a family, you know, it feels like when we're all get in the hair and makeup show together, we talk and, you know, it's, it's a real camaraderie on set, like backstage. So I think that's really what helps us when the camera is rolling. It's we don't have to suddenly pretend like we've known each other all our lives and we're best friends because we already have that relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it must have helped too that you, uh, the first one was directed by Peter DeLuise. 
Yeah, because I already knew him. So yeah, already knew him. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, are you close with your extended family, your grandma, or you know, can you relate to that dynamic for Lou? Kind of. I mean, they live on the east coast and we live on the west coast, so I don't mm. really get to see them that much. Mm. Um, but I mean, when I do see them, it's not. You know, it's pretty. We're like family. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So, we are, so, you know, it's nothing like a. Oh, I don't really know you. I don't know what to talk about. It's so yeah. I can kind of relate to that with um, Lou's relationship with Joanna. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can. I I also was my my grandparents were on the west coast and I was on the east coast growing up as well. Uh, and um back in the old day because i'm so old we used to actually write letters <laughs> to my grandma that's how we kept I've, in touch <laughs> i've actually written a few letters myself to my grandma because um i just i love writing letters i actually have a wax seal kit so i always want things and i also have like a like an ink pen type thing, you know, with like an actual nib on it and you dip it in the ink pot and stuff. So I used to write like fancy letters on like nice paper and stuff. They weren't actually like fancy things I was talking about, but they were mailed with wax seals. So. <laughs> That's, you're speaking from my, my language there. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, we would be really, because it was really expensive to call long distance. That was like a special thing. And so, yeah, we had to write letters uh, t- to, uh, uh, to, our gran- to our grandparents. <laughs> we wanted to communicate it's so funny um but um that's really great yeah we really loved darwin dar we all three uh, our friend ruth joined us for our best of ruth hill uh, you're familiar yeah. with her ruth oh hill. yeah I love ruth. <laughs> yeah ruth's the best and um she joined us for our best of hallmark 2017 uh non-christmas uh, episode and uh we both we, all three of us had Daro and Daro in our top 10. So. Well, that makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it was really good. You could just feel the chemistry between everybody. And, um, uh, you know, is it, I know these things are filmed very quickly. Was, is that stressful at all? Or do you like that energy? Um, I mean, I've never really, I haven't actually felt really any stress on the Darren Darrow sets which is really nice I mean sometimes you're on set and you have to film like eight scenes in one day and you know since I'm a kid still I can only work for 10 hours so if I'm in all eight scenes say then it can get really stressful like okay we've got to get this in time but I actually haven't um felt that on Darren Darrow at all so that's been nice I'm good that's really good. That's good. Okay. Well, so then we, you were in a, um, you were in another mystery. Yes. Deadly, Deadly deed. What yes. was that like? Oh, that was so fun. I would say we, it filmed them um, on Victoria actually. So that's on Vancouver Island. Okay. Um, so that was amazing. I got to, you know, work on site. I stayed there for a while. So that's always something fun. It's like, oh, I'm, even though it wasn't super far, it's like, oh, I'm going someplace to film this. Um, yeah. I mean, getting to work with Jewel was amazing. She's, you know, another 
person who you'd be kind of scared to meet and work with because <laughs> Jewel, but she was so nice. She yeah. Whenever those are those people that are known by only one name, that's always got to be intimidating. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it actually, um, you know, I didn't have to be scared for long because she was so incredible. And I mean, she's just like, like I said before, she's gorgeous on the inside and out. That's what I, mm-hmm. and that's always wonderful when you get to work with people who like, you know, I mean, she's beautiful, but she's also a beautiful person. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's great. I and uh, and I do have to ask: Is Colin Ferguson just like a delight, or is oh, he a diva? I just yes. need to know. <laughs> he was just so kind and just was always he had talked with me. Never made me feel like a kid actor. Uh-huh. Know, really felt like one of the actors on the set, not like a child actor, which is always something that I love getting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just a delight to work with. I mean, he was so nice, so funny, just one of the favorite people I've ever worked with. That's yeah. really that, I really hope that you get to come back on the Fixer Upper Mysteries because I really enjoyed having you and your dynamic on the show. It made it it made a, a different to Max's character, I think. So yeah, I mean, I I loved getting to work on that. More yeah. Lila. More Lila. <laughs> <laughs> now, for as many films as possible. So. I could. Some of the mysteries sort of merged together for me, but wasn't there basically kind of a little bit of maybe a hinted rom- a little bit of a teenage romance between you and the the other kid and Graham? We were kind of hinting at that, but I mean, we didn't know for sure. But that did definitely seem like what they were hinting at yeah okay good and i wish there was more than a hint because i was fully on board i was like shipping callie and elliot i was like calliot let's do this but it didn't happen <laughs> yeah for, like for real you can go back to our twitter feed from that day and i was like come on kids fall in love it didn't happen. i still think that they should have made it a crossover from darrow and darrow yes yeah i agree a million percent (laughs) i feel like that could have been kind of cool (laughs) well we are big fans of the idea of the hallmark cinematic universe that these are all sort of connected in some way so that could have been pretty cool yeah so that would have fit right in but uh but yeah uh, what would you think about that if you had like a romantic storyline would that be exciting for you or like embarrassing or how would you feel weird for me but at the same, I mean, it would be something fun to explore because I've never done that in acting. And I'm mm-hmm. always up for like trying, I'm always interested in doing new things that I've never done before for acting, you know, not just the same like storyline over and over again. Um, but it would also be very weird for me to do something <laughs> like that. It would be a little bit awkward, I think, at first. I mean, I'd be I think I'd manage to pull it off, but it would be a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you were on the TV show Date My Dad. Which yeah. I loved. I just want to say I loved I, Date My Dad. I loved Date My Dad. That was, that was so amazing to work on because since we were filming it for a long time, from January to April, we were, we became so close on the set that I actually felt like I was working with my sisters. 
instead yeah. of with, I mean, and I've stayed in touch with um, Audrey and Tania afterwards. Oh. We still sometimes see each other because we just became such good friends on that show that there was no way we could just like stop seeing each other after that. Like, okay, I basically spent all my time with you for, I think it was about three months, a little bit more than three months of mm -hmm. filming. And then now I'm just never going to see you again. Bye. I, we can confirm that. <laughs> yeah. Nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you got to work with Cindy Busby. Yes. Oh, I love Cindy. Oh, yeah. she, she's so amazing. Yeah. And I honestly, like, the 12-year-old girl in me is literally dying over the fact that you got to hang out with Barry Watson, a.k.a. Yeah. Camden from 7th Heaven. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was another one where I found out that Raquel Welsh and Barry Watson were going to be on yeah. it. And I was like, oh my god, okay. But it was, it was so amazing. It was, you know, since we spent so much time together, we were a family, basically. Yeah. You know, and um, we got to meet Barry Watson's family. We got to meet his dog, actually, too. I knit his dog a sweater. So that was nice. <laughs> are you a are you a knitter? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I, I actually knitted myself a Joffrey Ballet School sweater too. Oh my gosh! Look you, Lila, you don't have to be good at everything. Lettering <laughs> <laughs> on it, yeah. So right now it's just a navy blue sweater, but it will say Joffrey Ballet School on it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. My mom is a huge knitter and she she had to go on uh she had to go on full bed rest for when she got pregnant oh. and she would just knit and knit and knit and knit and <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, it's the perfect thing to do on set behind like ah. just waiting because I've like gotten practice enough at it that I don't have to look at it when I'm knitting. I just kind of know what I'm supposed to do. Uh-huh. So then I can still like have conversations with people, but my hands are just going with my knitting needles. Cool. Yeah. You, you're, you're somebody that likes to be doing stuff. You don't like to just veg. Yeah. I, I mean, one day of like total relaxation is really nice, but any more than that, and I kind of, any more than like three days and up, I kind of started to get, oh, okay, I'd like to start doing stuff now. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. That's, that's really good. I, I, on the other hand, I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta do stuff. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this I mean, it what stuff I have to do. If it's like going to dance or like doing acting, then obviously I'm going to be like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. But when it comes to like cleaning my room, it's like, Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm going to do this now. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm a go-getter, but not for everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good. Uh, so, so you had the second Darundar movie and uh, I, it seemed like they made a change in Lou's character in the second movie. Was yeah. that something you felt? Cause I felt like the second movie, she wasn't as nerdy and you know, the whole baseball thing and whatever. And um, I don't know. Did you, did you feel like they made a change in her character or? I feel like, there was definitely a change in her character and I kind of viewed it as her more coming into herself mm -hmm. and, you know, not being as nervous and not being as, like, worried about what other people thought of her mm. while still being, of course, that teenage girl that's worried about what people think of her, you know, yeah. doing well, everyone, no one really seemed to 
they were nice, but they didn't really see her as part of the team. And so, you know, struggling to fit in with that, um, she's still really unsure of herself, I think. But she has more confidence in being unsure of herself, you know? She's, I feel like she felt more like, yes, I'm not sure of myself, but that's okay in the second movie more than, oh, I'm not sure of myself. I don't know what I'm doing in the first movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. That's really deep. <laughs> no wonder you're so good. I'm sitting here being like, wow, yeah, amazing. I'm like processing that, like, wow. <laughs> so, so do you, do you, would you want to be the, uh, what did she say, the the third female, wasn't it the third female president or something like that? Yes. I mean, I feel like that would be a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I don't ever see myself as the president. I think, I mean, of course, I'd have to be the prime minister. But um, still, I love playing a character that is a powerful woman, you know, like a powerful girl who's like, you know, I'm important in myself. Mm -hmm. Did you like the whole idea of goals, plans, and aspirations? Oh, I loved that. Oh, every so often, sometimes I'll be like, okay, this is my goal, this is my plan, this is my aspiration. Let's go. <laughs> Good. So the, you've taken that into your life, not just your character. Yeah. I've, it's always fun when I get to work on a set and bring part of the movie back to my normal life with me. Uh-huh. And have they filmed the third Darrow and Darrow, or is that... We actually just finished filming it. I actually went back to Vancouver from New York for that. Oh, okay, man. that's that's so yeah, fun. That was it. Was I mean, it was just so exciting to get to go back on that. Uh huh. Um, it's every time I find out that like when I'm when I got the script, I was like, oh yay, another one! And it's so good because <laughs> I feel like they're good ones where you really have no idea who done it. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, a, oh, it could be this person, but really, it really could be this person too. And I'm just not sure who I actually suspect for it. And you know, you're reading the script and you're like on the edge of your seat, like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Oh, no. <laughs> um, which was definitely what I was going through when I was reading it. And then you finish it and you're like, oh, I can't wait to be part of this. Okay, yeah. But don't tell us. I won't say anything. <laughs> right. Say but, but gonna, do tell us. You're gonna love it. It's um, you know, I really can't rank the Darren Narrows for what's best, but I do feel like they just keep getting better. Amazing. Ooh, yeah. So the uh, yeah, the second one was fun because it, they kind of got uh, the, the Tom Cavanaugh and the Kimberly character. They got them on the same side, which yeah. was fun to see because it was her sister because it was his sister and i i liked that and uh they they were just like everything with like the grape soda and everything it was yeah. so cute i love that it was just, it was so cute yeah my only complaint was they got like so close to kissing and then they're like oh no now i'm like no nah. how does how does lou feel about claire dating again um i think she's actually okay with it there's um she seems to be happy for her mom. At least, I mean, that's how I'm trying to portray it, that her mom has 
found someone to love again. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point, we're not sure if she's in love with him, but I mean, that's definitely what it's being hinted at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, I think she's really just supportive of her mom getting back out there again. Awesome. I'm just very... We definitely get to see... I'm just very very impatient. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's... You're right, but I think... um, I mean, in each movie, you get to see the relationships grow. So yeah. that's always fun. Tell the people in charge that I want Lou to have a little, a, a, a small romance All in right. Darrow and Darrow 4. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really fun because I feel and like... And they can bring back Graham Brashear or however you say his name because yeah, I like that kid. Crossover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I feel like Kimberly's character, I, I forget everybody's names, but but I feel like she uh, would really struggle with that. And that would be really funny. I, I feel like Joanna would be oh, yeah. really funny too to see in that mm-hmm. situation, seeing the mom and grandma in that situation would be definitely very fun to see. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of this plan. I don't know who to tell, but you tell them. You know that. <laughs> Um, well, what did you think of this whole idea of like this coach and this baseball plot line uh, for Lou in the second one? I mean, I loved the plot. I'm terrible at sports. I mean, just because I've never really tried any of them. I'm sure if I really practiced, I'd get pretty good at them. But uh-huh. I've spent most of my time in a ballet studio instead of on a baseball court. So that was stressful. But I, I did practice. I worked hard to be able to do it. Um, I'm way better at pitching than I am hitting, but they, um, it was hitting in the script. So I did have a double actually, so that we could get that good shot of like the really nice hit going far so that you could see like, oh, she hit it and it's going far. Yeah. But um, I'm, I managed to hit it for my close up. I managed to hit it for most of it, I just couldn't really make it a full-on home run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would never hit the ball, so you're already better than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, it took some practice, but um, luckily I'd already done softball on Date My Dad, so I had a little bit of yeah. practice in the movies. They're just trying to make you become a professional baseball player now. Yeah, they just want me to become, you know, a triple threat, but my triple thing is that I'm a actor, dancer, baseball player. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> and knitter. You're quadruple. Sorry. <laughs> That's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, have you, could you relate it all to sort of this coach being kind of like, I don't know, I mean, obviously he was sexist, but like, I don't know, just so these difficult coaches at all or, or uh, just having to deal with people like that? Yeah, I definitely have dealt with things kind of like that in the dance world. You know, not everyone's going to believe in you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Lou really did persevere and be like, no, I am good enough and I know that I'm good enough. And even if you say that I'm not good, I know in myself that's not true. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, she struggled with that. She considered quitting the team and focusing on debate. Um, But, I mean, the fact that she stuck through it and was like, no, I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. 
I think was a really good message. And we find out in the end, of course, that he did believe in her and that's why he pushed her so hard. Yeah. You believed him? You don't think he was just lying to date Joanna? I mean, I think he was lying a little bit. <laughs> I think by the end he did start to see her potential. Um, I don't know if he was always pushing, like, keeping Lou out so that she'd have to work hard, but I think eventually he probably saw her potential and was like, oh, this is a good kid. I think I should probably give her a chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can see that, but I still think he was just being rude at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning, I definitely think he was just rude. Yeah. I think there was probably some truth in what he said to Joanna, but he might have stretched how long he'd been pushing her because she was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, the yeah. minute I put her in, I was pushing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I love Coach. He's, he's such a, I mean, such an amazing person to work with, but also just such a fun character. And to yeah. see Joanna working with like a character like that, that kind of storyline that they put in in the second movie was, was kind of funny to see, you know, like very opposite people, but mm-hmm. very, you know, close to but you know kind of gravitating towards each other anyways uh-huh. yeah i know you didn't have as many scenes with tom cavanaugh but like he's like super funny i just have this feeling that he's like the funniest guy i haven't gotten to meet him yet you haven't met him at all i haven't been in any scenes with him and he usually doesn't like come to the house or where lou hangs out lou doesn't usually oh, yeah so our days never match up Interesting. Like, okay. Oh, Purdue, Nero, Forest. I'm like, my mom's boyfriend or something. Yeah. <laughs> and your and Lou's boyfriend. Oh yeah. Sorry, we'll we'll go on a double date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Malik. She she funny. Oh, she's so funny. She's um, she's just so amazing. I love her so much. Getting to work with her, like every time I get to see her. I'm, just so happy to get to work with her again you know it's um she's definitely one of the best people I've ever worked with yeah she's so she reminds me a lot of my grandma who my grandma is somebody who like she she's like the most loving person I uh, I ever uh, I've ever known but she she also like really she was like a class she's a class act she loved like looking like I don't know just like classy and funny and uh she loved getting her nail she loves getting her nails done and her hair done every week and I don't know just uh for some reason I I mean I I don't know any Malik but for some reason I just feel like her and my grandma would get along really well I mean, I think anyone who met Wendy Malik would just absolutely love her. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have uh, any other pro- projects or is that your main thing coming up is Dara and Dara 3? That's my main thing coming up right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm always auditioning, but for um, main things coming up, that's definitely the one that I would say cool. is a big thing. Well, hopefully we can get you into a... Uh, into a christmas movie one of these days oh i hope i hope they do a darrow and darrow christmas i feel like that would be very (gasps) love that idea with a romance for you i just want you to have a happy little romance (laughs) (laughs) yes even just just like a summer thing or like you go to summer school and the boy and you fall in love and you never have to see him again but just a little bit 
Because <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh is in a great Hallmark Christmas movie called Trading Christmas. You should check out. Yeah. And I would love to see him back in a Christmas movie. That would be so fun. Darren Darren would make such a perfect Christmas movie. You know, we have like the family aspect. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. the romance. You know, we, we've got everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, Daryl and Daryl's the best of the shows, so just make a Christmas movie. Come on, guys. You could have, like, a, a Santa, somehow a Santa involved in, like, yeah, getting accused of some kind of crime. But no one knows which Santa it was that did it. Yeah. The person with a Santa suit. Mm-hmm. Right. And the wrong Santa gets accused or, or some, yeah. something. I, I think it writes itself. Yeah, it would be so easy. <laughs> That would be really good. I love that idea. We end our interviews with these silly questions. Um, They are, we call them teen beat questions, but that is way before your time. You don't even know what teen beat was. It's a magazine. I think I've heard of it. I think I, I feel like I've heard of um, teen beat before, so. Okay. I mean, if you're just acting, you're doing a great job, so that's it. Just acting like, like we, you know. It was like <laughs> 17, but more tabloidish. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I feel like I've at least heard of it in an old movie or something. Okay. Not, I wouldn't say tabloid. I think it was like 17, but with just like full-size posters. Like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, half of the book was just, you could take out the pages and they would be, you know, 16 by 20 posters. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, and the other side was Devin Sawa. You don't even know who those people are, but <laughs> they were my world when I was uh, 12. Okay, uh, so the first question best ice cream flavor? Oh, cookies and cream. No question. Oh, great answer. Mm. Okay, favorite color? Oh, I think purple. Mm. That's my favorite color. Purple or pink? This is working out great <laughs> because I'm pink, Rachel's purple. We're all just best friends. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, and then what music are you really into right now? Like what's on your, you don't have, you don't even have an iPod anymore, but. Oh, I mean, you know, I love like new pop music and stuff. I'm, I love Broadway music. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, I really, I like Panic at the Disco. I like um, Julia Michaels, you know, mm-hmm. more of the like popular music taste. And then, you know, always Broadway, always mm-hmm. Broadway. <laughs> Have you had a chance to see any of the, the shows since you're in New York? Are you too yes, busy? Um, last year I um, came and I saw Chicago and um, also Phantom of the Opera. So mm-hmm. far Chicago is my favorite I've ever seen on Broadway. It's mm-hmm. still winning. But then this year I've seen Beautiful and Kinky Boots. Uh-huh. And I'm um. so excited. On Sunday, we're going to see My Fair Lady. Oh. It's like a dream come true for me to get to see that on Broadway. I'm so excited. Oh, so jealous. Anytime you get to see anything at Lickett Center, that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually going later tonight to see ABT perform, um, American Ballet Theater perform yeah. Whipped Cream at the Metropolitan Opera House. So that's Oh my goodness. You're just living the best life. Oh yes. 
So jealous. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you'll have to let us know on Twitter or something how the how My Fair Lady is. I'm sure it'll be amazing. I, I like the song from the Tony Awards that they did. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'm cool. so excited. I'm just <laughs> cannot wait. That's really cool. All right. Well, and these are about, the next two are about date nights. So if you haven't gone on dates, you just have to guess. Okay. Guess. okay. So the first one is your go-to date night food. Oh, I don't know. Um... I mean, you don't want to eat, like, anything like spaghetti or burgers or something that can, like, yeah. be messy. Um, right. So I have no idea. Never been on a date, so I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> guess, like, ravioli or tortellini or something, like, pasta, because I love pasta, but right. not like, long pasta that, like, kind of gets, like, slurped into your mouth and makes it kind of awkward. <laughs> Genius. Great Genius. work. You're gonna be an effective dater. You've got it down. <laughs> You've got it, too. <laughs> That's All the right, right choice. <laughs> and then go to date night activity. So, well, like, something fun to do. I mean, I think the perfect date would be an amusement park because there's, like, always something to do. But for date night, I guess it depends how well you know them. Like, if you don't know them well, go to a movie so that you don't really have to make too much awkward conversation mm-hmm. um, but I guess if you know them it would be fun to like go out for a fancy meal or something yeah and you can go to amusement park at night yeah that would be a pretty yeah, fun date. yeah. perfect and yeah. if he and if the guy's really worth his salt he'll win you a giant teddy bear yes yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the next one is dogs or cats? Don't tell my sister's cat I'm saying this. <laughs> dogs. I have, I have a little Yorkshire Terrier who um, my sister is looking after right now while I'm in New York, and I just, I miss him so much. Aww. So it, it's got to be dogs. What's his name? Little Prince. Aww. <laughs> Little Prince. That's really that cute. was, like, one of my favorite books, so I... Date. So it was actually my sister was like, "Oh, why don't you name him the Little Prince?" And I was like, "Perfect." Uh, <laughs> that is the, really oh my cute. gosh, that is the cutest little puppy name. And he is quite the Little Prince, unless it comes. I mean, he's very. I like to think I I kind of spoil him, but he's not. He's definitely not a spoiled brat, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he'll eat anything off the floor. He does not need fancy meals one time like sometimes he'll even just try to eat paper or dust he's like is that food i think that's food <laughs> so it's just like no don't eat that <laughs> you could call him lp for short we do actually we call him lp for short that's hilarious <laughs> see we're just connected we got it <laughs> we're <laughs> that's really funny all right and then the next one is beaches or mountains oh this is really hard because every year I used to go camping at this um, beautiful campground. Now it's gotten more popular and I don't want anyone else to know about it. So I'm not going to say the name of it, but it's <laughs> this lake and it's beautiful. And there was a secret beach at it. Um, but I grew up on a mountain. So for me, there's, I have like kind of emotional connection to both of them. So I can't really decide, but I think it's 
depends on the mountain or the beach. Like, I prefer lakes to oceans. So if it's mm -hmm. like a lakeside beach, I think so. And if it's like a snowy, cold mountain, it's gotta be beach. But if it's like a pretty mountain kind of like in the fall when it's like chilly, but not freezing, but also not boiling hot, it's definitely gonna be the mountain. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on the season and what the weather's like when I'm making the decision. If it's boiling hot, I'm going to go for the beach. If it's kind of cold, I'm going to say, yeah, I always prefer mountains. Okay. Well, you are just making all kinds of sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the best answer we've had to that question. Yeah, I think. Like legitimately. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so way to go okay and then the next one is fancy ball gown or sweats fancy ball gown oh yeah. huh. question. always fancy ball gown i want to feel like a princess 24 7 <laughs> see this is amazing yeah okay and then um what is your favorite holiday to celebrate oh i think I really like Christmas, you know, because it's just such a magical time of year and there's like snow and it's everything kind of feels like almost a different magical world sometimes when it's um, when it's like snowing and you're walking through the park or something and mm -hmm. um, it's really quiet and then maybe you hear like a choir, like some people playing music and the distance or even if you're just listening to Christmas music yourself it kind of feels like a different kind of fairyland than you know everyday life so I think it's I think it's gotta be Christmas yeah I mean to be fair it's not even close because like I think we should take this question out because Christmas just always wins because how do you compete against Christmas I think Christmas is just like the best time of the year like not even just best holiday but out of the year that's the best time so yeah the last one might be kind of hard for it's i think it's hard for canadians because they don't have the hallmark channel but oh. the last one is favorite hallmark movie and you are allowed to pick one that you're in just oh. just for the record okay one sec i need to think about this one <laughs> it's fine it's all right <laughs> i think it's gotta be the first darrow and darrow uh-huh because that was i mean you know i haven't been able to watch very many hallmark movies because i'm in canada but <laughs> especially if we factor in the part where i got to be a part of making it that just put it sit like head shoulders above everything else for me because it was you know i was a part of it yeah and, like i'm like oh i remember filming this scene we um someone said this like funny joke or we mm -hmm. mixed up our lines on this part and everyone laughed about it because we said such a weird thing. Um, yeah. You know, or, oh, right, I remember that wasn't planned, but we were like, oh, wouldn't it be kind of cooler if um, I said this and then um, it ends up way funnier or something. So you get to kind of be like, oh, I remember that part. Um, or, oh, that wasn't scripted. I, like, actually fell down there type things. Mm -hmm. um, so I think yeah. it's got to be that one. But... It's a really close call between Darrow and Darrow, one and two, and Victor <laughs> Alper. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're all good, so. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, that was a really hard question. <laughs> and, but we did make the hardest one last. You, you passed. You did it all. Perfect. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, you are a delight. You're a very impressive young lady. And I, I'm so grateful that you decided to give up some of your time and talk with us. I'm so grateful that you wanted me like on your show. I was really, really honored to be a part of this. Thank you. (laughs) Well, anytime, anytime. And uh, maybe, maybe once it comes closer to, uh, to the third one, maybe we can have you on again. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) Very cool. Thank you very, very much. Do you have, um, do you have social media or anything that you want, uh, you want to plug? My social media for everything is Lila Fitzgerald. So if you know how to spell my name, you know how to find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Great. Well, we'll have that in the description section. And uh, so make sure you guys are following Lila. She's so sweet. So great. And, uh, and Amber, where can people find you? Um, as always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. So check out that. I would really appreciate it. And make sure you're following our podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on uh, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, if you can put in your reviews on iTunes, we really, really appreciate it uh, because that helps people to find our podcast more quickly. So check that out. And um, we are really grateful again, Lila. You're the best. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Hopefully, yes. Thank you so much. I was, it's been so amazing to get to be on this. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. And uh, we, yeah, we'll talk to you later. And bye. Bye. bye.